I'm Catherine Smart. And I'm Rochelle Bingham. And this is Reality Mums, your go-to podcast for reality TV, pop culture, mum life, and all things in between. Welcome back for another episode of Reality Mums. How are you, Rochelle? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm good. I'm almost recovered. Sounding a little bit sexy still. Hopefully I don't stop for too many coughing breaks, but that'll be fine. We'll get through. At least you're better than last week. Yeah, Yeah, last week was enough that we had to skip recording. (laughs) It was very well needed rest. And I'm glad that we did rest because, oh, my God, like everything just blew up this week. It's been a huge week in reality TV land, specifically when it comes to Below Deck. And we will, of course, cover that. It's going to be our number one headline, if you like, for this week. But before we do that, just a couple of things in breaking news. Um, We haven't talked about it yet. Bethany's little rants, getting everybody together for her little reality TV union. What do you think about that? I'm not happy with her. Um, I feel like it's coming from the wrong place. I feel like she's bitter and twisted and she's not on good terms with Andy or Bravo or NBC or whoever. I feel like I would like to see, so she's not only been on New York, she's had spinoff shows Mm. recently, probably up to 20, maybe 2020. She had a show where she was recruiting interns and I would like to see the terms and conditions of those shows and see yeah. if they were all hunky-dory because yeah. I don't reckon they are. Um, a little bit surprised of who she's listing who has signed up with her, so Paige and Hannah Burner, a few unexpected ones. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. know. I feel like- Yeah, I was just going to say, like, I'm, I'm all for them having, like, a union or whatever so that yes. things are fair. But when it comes to reality TV, there's also a bit of an obligation on your behalf. If you're part of reality TV, then it's about filming reality and what's going on. And it's like, I don't know, I, I, I don't think that it's the same as if you were working in the film industry or scripted television. It's like if you're not happy with how you come across because of how you are in real life, you know, you can't just turn around and be unhappy with it. Like, I just think there's a degree of that about it, people wanting the best of both worlds, be on reality TV, but also, yeah, it's a bit weird for me. I also feel like um, so she, a part of it she's talking about is royalties that are getting paid for when re- episodes are being replayed, so years and yeah. years down the track. Um, if that's something that's built into future contracts, fine, but I feel like it's a little bit late now. So she's not going to get royalties from those New York episodes. I also feel like she's one of the housewives that has benefited the most. Skinny Girl would not be where it is without Mm. Bravo. Yeah. So, and we've got to also think that there's actors and singers. They get paid royalty. They have a talent. These people are on reality TV because they're real lives. They're not learning lines. They're not in character for months, putting on weight, having to be in different costumes and stuff. They're basically just living their lives. Yeah. And I think it's, I don't know. And coming from her, I think she's she's seeming a little bit unhinged at the moment. Yeah. I think that video of her eating seafood was enough for me. Like that just grossed me out. She's so hungry. And I don't mean physically hungry for the food. She just seems really hungry on social media. Any opportunity. Yes. Yeah to be controversial or to to be the centre of attention. It's like, Bethany, just give it a break for a little while. 
We're good. She's got an opinion on everything. And I mean, we like obviously this podcast is about us having opinions, but sometimes you don't always have to take the controversial approach. Yeah. Sometimes you can just say, I'm really happy for this person. It's really good. I love it. Yeah. But she's always got that opposing opinion. I don't love it. And also in regards to her, so it's broken this morning. Carol was on a podcast and it's come out that Michael Cohen, who was Trump's previous attorney, yep. was the person who leaked the photo of Tom kissing someone at the, what was it, at the Regency to Bethany. So, you know, it's tell me it's not about Tom, it's about Tom episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was him. Wow. So Carol has let that out, whether Bethany, I'm sure, will tune in about that. We'll hear in the coming days. But, um, yeah, that's all come out this morning. Yeah, watch this space. Um, another thing that's come out overnight is the footage from the video that Kyle from Beverly Hills is in with Morgan Wade and they're almost kissing and it's just I don't know about you but I feel like this whole thing about is she getting a divorce from Mauricio is she a lesbian what's going on it's just been a huge teaser to drum up publicity not only for Morgan's career but for the upcoming season which is in the next couple of months like I feel like we've all just been dragged (laughs) we've just been used I um because Mauricio has commented underneath it and said that's hot or something. I don't know what he said, but little flames. Um, I also didn't realize it was mentioned on Watch What Happens Live. Um, I don't know one of them that she had made a significant financial contribution to Morgan Wade's music career. Yeah. Okay. So publicity like this, you can't buy it, really, no. can you? So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I feel used. I feel dirty. I need a shower. (laughs) (laughs) It is giving, though, the film clip's giving G-Flip and Chriselle vibes. And the whole working Uh, out, like um, Kyle's on the Swiss ball, it's all just a bit tacky. Kyle needs, she's got enough cowboy hats, surely now. Yeah, I think that's enough. Lay off the cowboy hats. Let's move on to the biggest topic of discussion, which was, of course, Below Deck. We had a double episode. I don't know. I mean, obviously, you've got a longer history watching Below Deck than I do. But have you ever seen two episodes that are as big and controversial as the ones that we saw this week? No, Um, not at all. Absolutely. I was shocked, like, even though we've inter- so we interviewed Captain Jason and in yeah. the premiere thing, everything coming out, it wasn't even hinted at. So he mentioned a love pentagon or whatever. And he did mention that there was issues. Yeah. But these are really serious issues. And I tell yeah. you what, that moment when the lights went out, I, it was handled perfectly to start with. The yes. way that Aisha and him handled it, very professional. I am so proud that it was an Australian captain. You know what I mean? Like when you see and you're like, you know, this is how it should be handled in a workplace. Him and Aisha did all the right things. Um, but when those lights went out and what's his name? Luke went scampering in with his little dingling out and then production ran in there. Now, I don't even, I didn't even see that production guy's face, but that was hot. Like, get out. And I'm like, yeah. oh, my God. Like, that just trumped all the nautical talk. And then when Jason went down with his spare key. Oh, when he got like, the key out of the box. Oh, my God. God. It's happening, it's happening. And then he's like, get off the boat. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Like I think it come from that me imagining 
as a mother if that was my daughter in the bed. But that is not on. That behaviour is not on. It's not tolerated at all. It's Also, it's her workplace, which makes it even worse. But then when I saw them with Laura and she was that poor, what's that guy's name? Uh, Hang on, I've got notes on it. For a moment. Um, Laura. Anyway, she when she was doing the same, basically, but she had her clothes on, but she was harassing that young deckhand. I was and really angry watching that. I was, I was getting quite angry. To be, I'm like, look, I love what's happening with Luke being fired and everything. Yes. But her yep. behaviour was so inappropriate. I'm like, this is not okay no matter what gender you are. So when they oh. let Laura go as well, I was like, Thank God that had to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I was worried it wasn't going to come to light. And I was also worried that the deckhand was going to downplay it and say, no, no, you know, being a male, that, oh, no, I can handle it. It was fine. And I was like, I really hope he doesn't because what was happening to him wasn't appropriate. She was full on. It was like she couldn't understand that somebody didn't find her attractive or didn't like her in that way, Um, didn't want to take no for an answer when she was massaging him. And, again, I felt like, my son being that put in that position, he was trying to be polite, but he had really put had said no, and the chef even could see it, and Aisha said that she saw it as well. Yeah. But full on, it was handled really well. Um, I really liked how the rest of the staff, other than Laura, really, you know, came together and showed support for both of those team members. Mm. Um, but yeah, full on episode. I thought it was really good that we got to see someone like Laura because her view of everything, her picture of how that was going down, she was basically blaming Margot, saying that it was her fault. She was leading him on. She shouldn't have gotten that drunk. And then saying that, you know, I should have come to my room. It's such old school. Yeah. It's such an old school way of thinking about that, that whole sexual assault, how women should be towards men. And it just showed you how far we've come as a society because now we look at things through a completely different lens and her lens is so outdated and whether it's a cultural thing, whether it's a European thing, she's certainly got a a way about her when it comes to her her role with a man. And it was just, just so glaringly obvious the difference between what is okay these days and what used to be okay. Yes, and then she's come out. So I went to her Instagram page, did a little bit of looking. Um, Luke's is private and I'm not going to follow him because, yuck. Um, But I went to her Instagram page, which is public, and she had put an apology up saying she's grown and she's sorry and she didn't realise and she was 29 then and she's 31 now. I think at 29 I'm going to make sure both of my children know at much younger than 29 what consent is. And what's appropriate behaviour and what's not. And I don't think it's an excuse. She has come out and apologised. It's probably not enough. But um, I've never really liked her. No. It takes forever to get ready. Like she was taking a long time to get ready. Speaking back to Aisha, like really pushing the boundaries in terms of what you should and shouldn't say to your chief stew. She just always thought she was more superior and that she was right. Yep. And she did almost go a bit far even last week with Luke, who was this week has come across as a predator sort of thing, but she was even pushing the boundaries with him a bit last week. Yeah. yeah. Like she's very full on, I don't know, she was taking so long to get ready and I don't know. 
she didn't like the other girls looked yeah. just as good you know yeah. what I mean um yeah I don't know and then last week when Aisha was talking about the shower sex she's like I'm just not into it it's just like so slippery <laughs> and I'm like yes Aisha what that's but um <laughs> and I'm liking I really like the chef she's good and Culver and when when they kissed or something he's like was there a spark and production are like are you asking us like if they're like he's, <laughs> he's like they seem the rest of the crew that's there seem good yeah together it's a good bunch um, I really like Harry and I really like um Margot Margot yeah Margot I think she's lovely I, I really like her looks yeah. like with the so the mid-season trailer came out looks like she might get into a little bit of trouble with some drinking uh so you know we'll watch this space but we've got new yes. cast member coming in it's looking fiery <laughs> um Laura was drinking in the last week's yeah. double episode she kept drinking on charter yeah. or when they were setting up a charter it was only a matter of time before she was fired yeah she was no good um Joao looks like he is coming so he was on below deck med from memory yeah. um I'll be interested to see how he fits in. Yeah. Because um, he was a little bit of drama last time. And then there's a new stew, which I've never seen before. She looks very pretty. Yeah. So I think she's going to rock the boat a little bit as well. Like, <laughs> you love Below Deck Down Under. There is a reason why it is the number one show on Bravo right now. How awesome yeah, is it? It was really, really good. Yep. Loved it. But I yeah. can't actually tell you what happened with the guests so much because that was all overshadowed yeah yeah it's very much in the back of my mind I can't even remember I remember they got a really big tip it was over two thousand dollars each arm wrestle yeah and that's right in the lead up to all of that we had some issues with the chef not reading the preference sheets properly so the food wasn't up to standard but we've all forgotten about that (laughs) yeah I couldn't as it was actually going down I was thinking when I saw him go in, I thought, is this happen? It made me actually quite uncomfortable watching it because yeah. I thought, is this going to happen? And then they're going to deal with it afterwards. But when I saw them scurrying in and the producer went in, I'm like, thank goodness. It really does show that, you know, but yeah. how quickly something can happen on, like in circumstances like that, it's also a good wake-up call as well. Now, our other little fascination is And Just Like That. So we had another episode this week. Oh, my God, I'm just loving it so much. Um, Aiden, I don't love Aiden in his undies. Like, put some clothes on. I don't need that. Tidy whities Yeah, tidy whities is not a vibe. Um, but it just it feels like old Sex and the City so much. They're still not getting it quite right with some elements. Like, um is it Naya? I don't need the Naya storyline. It's kind of just not yeah. doing it for me. But the LTW one where she, spoiler, spoiler, like don't listen to this if you haven't watched the episode, but when she announced at the end of it that she's having a baby, that was lovely. And I was like, I, I can get into this. I really like that storyline. Um, seeing Ryan for a million-dollar listing making a cameo with Seema. <laughs> so yep. good. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah i shared a thing this morning that said all roads lead lead back to bravo because see that yeah they've mentioned bethany in the hamptons yep in an earlier episode and now ryan from million dollar listings in it so yeah 
Yeah, it was good. It was really good last night. I loved, um, I don't know, I, I'm not team Aiden, but there was just something about last night's episode that had me grinning from ear to ear and made me love the fact that they were together. I just, that has come together for me. It's working. And the whole Miranda and Charlotte interaction as like the meddling mothers almost yes. is so good. It's such a good progression for their characters yes. it fits it doesn't feel awkward it doesn't feel out of place whereas season one was a bit like oh this is all a bit clunky Miranda's back to wearing a power suit she's yes. working yeah oh it's like Charlotte's her usual self Seema is I think she's filling the Samantha shoes very well the whole hookup in the apartment that she was trying to yeah. lease out to the director that she's working with like I oh, just it felt complete I loved it I am also loving it. Last when I was watching it, it does feel like the old Sex in the City vibes. It's it's back. It's finding its groove. Well, it's found its groove. Having Charlotte back in working is so good, and she's dressed up nicely. She's yeah. Um, I think it is still missing that Samantha. They don't. You're never going to replace Samantha. They're no. trying, and I feel like that's the one thing that's off. It's just missing that really sort of. Samantha just pushed the boundary just a tiny bit more. And I don't know if Seema will do that, but I they're probably not trying to do the exact same character, which works. Yeah. Um yeah. Harry and Aiden, I I think it felt like once Big died, it felt like she was floundering and they couldn't do much with her because she was a grieving wife and all that sort of stuff. And now I feel yeah. like it's back. It's not that sort of depressing sort of thing to watch. Um, Che's still in it, but she's not a main part and she's not with Miranda, which I like. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, it's really easy, good watch. Yeah. Love it. And I'm enjoying it still. I look forward to it every week. I I do. I love it. Yes. Um, Now, we'll go through the housewives. Mm -hmm. I've got OC in Atlanta. Yeah. I'll start with Atlanta. I can't believe that that's just... It's not wrapping up yet and I'm not into it. So the last few episodes have been about um, whether, what's her name, Drew, kissed mm-hmm. someone on the bolo night and whether Candy's using that to, because she's put, Todd's making a movie and she's put Drew in a movie where she's got to kiss a woman and everyone's saying that Candy's using that to promote this new film or something. Okay. It's an argument that's going in circles. It's Sounds argument- riveting. Sounds like something I definitely don't want to watch. <laughs> yeah, it's an argument that I don't care if Drew kissed a girl mm. and if she's denying it now, I also don't care. I-, I think if you did kiss someone, just own it. But I'm sort of like it's not relevant. And the fact that it's taking over so many episodes is boring to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. The only thing that I'm finding a little bit interesting is Kenya's talking about having another child, which that's nice. Like she's sort of talking about how her daughter might want a sibling. It's a bit interesting. Otherwise, I am bored and I'm not interested and it needs a full shake-up. Yep. Um, new, uh, sorry, OC was on yesterday and they did the dress-up party where they all dressed as each other. And that was, was going to... Yeah, but it was going to go nowhere other than ending in tears. Like yeah. these women have got such big egos. If someone's taking the piss a little bit, they're not going to take it well. Um, and I like the way that Gina and 
Oh my goodness. What's her name? Why can't I remember? The one that's lost all the weight. Emily. Emily. They they did it in a fun way. Yeah. I do feel like Shannon went below the belt. Yeah, and Shannon yeah. wouldn't like it if someone dressed up with her as her like that. Yes. And I think Tamara was being a bit nasty too. I don't like this sort of really bitchy, nasty side that Tamara se- seems to have. The whole OC franchise just feels like it's got that bitchy nastiness about it. I don't, I'm not entertained by it. Like, no, and she was bitchy Heather, or... like Hoey Heather or something, which Heather yeah. is not. No. And I feel like now that, so when Tamara and Shannon were fighting previous seasons, they welcomed Heather. And then now that they've got their little Trace Amigas or whatever they call themselves back together, they're all turning on Heather. And I feel like it's a little bit of jealousy there. And Fancy Pants needs to just go to uh, to Beverly Hills. I feel like she'd fit better there. She would fit so much better there. She's just a bit out of place. And I don't don't think, like, they're always running this whole narrative of, oh, she thinks she's better than us, she's up here, we're down there. I don't think she does. I just think she holds herself quite well and she is a classy woman and she's not into the screaming matches and the, no. the cattiness and she that can they tell, are. Like twice they've already tried to set her up about talking about Shannon's marriage and she sees it and she doesn't do it. That's right. She's a body, not silly. Um, and she ate a chicken tender this week. Okay, guys, she is one of the people. <laughs> see her on Instagram. But I do feel like there's a bit of jealousy there. I feel like they wanted her when they were all fighting and now they're back together. It's the same thing with Tamara. She's drama, but it's really sort of bitchy drama and I don't love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Shannon's power move is storming off saying, leave me alone, this is my life. It's like you're on a reality show. Is she joining Bethany's movement? That's so like, frustrating the way that she's doing that. It's like what she does it every second? Yeah. She's all over the place for me and I'm not yeah. enjoying watching the craziness. It's just you shouldn't no. be on the show. I don't think you should be on the show. I don't, I don't like the energy that she brings to it. She's constantly breaking the fourth wall, saying I'm not doing this, I'm not filming. There's times when breaking the fourth wall is really good and it actually yeah. adds to the value of the show that you're watching, but she's just constantly yeah. using it like, no, I'm not talking about this. We know they split up. It was uncomfortable and a bit sad to watch but now I'm just like oh I'm just why did you sign up for the show you and And, your family become part of it yeah and she's saying that Heather's oversharing about her relationship but I feel like Shannon originally does overshare so I feel like she's one of those women that has a massive fight with her husband yeah has verbal diarrhea and says everything and sort of probably goes over the top with things that have happened, makes it into a big drama. Like we've seen Shannon, she's a bit of a drama queen, then regrets it. Yeah. So she's oversharing and then making things bigger than they are. But then when she said we have fights like everyone else and then I feel paralysed or something, the wording that she used, I'm like, that's not normal behaviour. And that's not a normal, like every couple fights, but I don't feel like it's normal behaviour. But, yeah, I want Gina gone. I don't think she adds any value as a housewife. Taylor, I can't even tell you what she's done. She's just there. It's just, it's a person to fill a spot. Like she's got no added value value. to it. No. What was the point? I don't see the point in her being there. I feel like Heather needs to go to Beverly Hills. She'd be so much better there. And she's talking about 
getting a, a um apartment there, and I feel like the women there wouldn't be as jealous of her. Mm. She'd fit um, and then sure. I don't like that Trey's and Megas are back together. It's just it's high school bitchy, and I don't like that sort of behaviour. Yeah, agreed. Now, one franchise that has got it right, and I think the only Housewives franchise that currently is airing, the only one to get it right is New York. This reboot is, it is perfect. They've got a solid core cast. Then they've got a couple of outliers who are more like supporting players. Yes. But, you know, Bryn, Jenna, um, Aaron, like they are solid main character energy. Yeah, you've got Sai, um, Uber, um, I can't Jessel. Like everyone's contributing. They've been in the Hamptons a bit long. I'm glad that they've gone back to New York. I was a bit like, Ugh, can you get yep. back off this trip because the trip's a bit old? But Bryn is just so refreshing in her honesty. She's vulnerable, but she's got some humor to her. Yes. I, I'm really, really enjoying it. Like I look forward to it on a Monday night. I, I love it. Yep. I, um, I'm loving Jenna. Like I, I like her. She's quirky. Yeah. And she's, there's something about her, but I want to know more. And she is, she does open up. So I thought she might be a character that comes on and is quite close because she's got her own sort of status as it is without the show. And I yeah. thought she might be a bit funny, but she's not. She's sharing, like I'm loving hearing how she used to be with men and now she's with women and there's differences in the dating. Mm-hmm. I'm finding that interesting. Bryn, as you said, she's funny, but also has this um, other sort of like past trauma and stuff that she's opening up about and she's interesting. Yeah. And then Uber is absolutely hilarious to me. So funny. I find her so funny, like stealing the coconut milk. <laughs> and when the trainer was there and she was like, oh, and she was like over with him yeah. and then Bryn yeah. was there as well. They're so funny. Um, yeah. The only character that I'm not really vibing with and I wasn't vibing with is it's the influencer first. Nice. But then Sai, she opened up and I don't mind her. Yeah, I changed my mind on Sai. I wasn't a fan of Sai, but I'm like, I don't think you're main character energy, but you are a good supporting cast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jessel, I'm not loving at the moment. There might be more coming for her. I am liking her as a supporting cast, but I'm not. You know what I like about her? She's so tone deaf in the things that she says. She's... You know, when she's talking to the husband about where the, the four-year-old twins or the two-year-old twins, I don't even know how old they are, but where they yeah. should go to school and it's about their networking and things like <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's clearly about her social status and she's a bit yeah. of a snob, but she's got no idea. Then she's having conversations with Erin about Tribeca saying that it's an up-and-coming neighbourhood and Erin's like, it's not up-and-coming, it's like the most expensive zip code. <laughs> she's got no clue, but she's sort of yep. pretending like she's in that big league. I kind of like that she's got none of that self-awareness. She's great as a housewife. Yeah, I don't. I think there's more for her. And Erin, I really liked, but then I read all the Trump stuff about her and I'm not uh, Well, sort of yeah, that, so there was drama that she came out and said that she didn't do. So I think there's been a bit of misrepresentation, according Mm. to her, in the media, trying to link her with Trump. Maybe she's linked to the Republicans, but not necessarily to Trump. I hope not. (laughs) Yeah, it turned me off a little bit. So I'm still, now I'm a bit, I loved her and now I'm a bit sus on her. 
So my front runners are Bryn, Uber, and um, Jenna. Yeah. I love Great that show. show. Great Absolutely. Show. Yeah. Um, now, sort of on the same path as uh, Roni, we've got Crappy Lake, which is just chugging along. Oh. <laughs> we've had, um, what's her name, Luann acting like Simon Cowell is hilarious when she's doing all of her auditions. Like, oh, it's just, it's my, if I could watch it again without watching it in real time, I'd just binge it in a day laying on the couch. Like it's yes. a, I'm homesick, not feeling well, let's watch Crappy Lake all day kind of show. Yeah. It's a fun, it's really fun. When they went last week, because we didn't talk about it, they went to Dairy Bell or Dairy Queen. I don't know yeah. what they called it. And they were talking about, like Sonia's like, oh, talking about farting and because they've got <laughs> like, like dairy issues they've got lactose issues yeah like they're so rich like you know and they're these society but they're they're still sort of a little bit lowbrow and I love like um yeah Sonia is like a little bit of a tight ass yeah like she's still just trying to get the discount and the bar always trying to get a discount (laughs) yeah I just think it's cute and I like seeing the um yeah it's interesting to see how they're the auditioning process that they're going through and then yeah. they had the fight where Sonia's like, I've heard what you need to say. Now trying to get someone else. They were fighting and everyone's a bit <laughs> awkward. Yeah. It's a fun watch. Yeah. I like it. That's it for our shows. Now there is one show we haven't covered, which is Drag Race Down Under. Yes. But there's a reason why we're not covering it today. It's because we're doing a special episode. So watch this space. It'll be coming out in the next few days. Yes. We're going to be interviewing a very special guest and yes. we're going to be talking all things drag race down under. So, yeah, that's a watch this space. Yeah. It's good though. Oh, it's good. I'm liking this season. But, yeah. It is good. And I've never watched it before and I, I'm laughing. Like, it's good. So I can't yeah. wait to talk about it in a bit more detail. Perfect. Very good. That's it for this week. We've got through what was a mammoth effort in terms of content the shows are drying up a little bit we've got some new shows coming soon it'll be good to I think inject some new housewives in maybe get rid of a couple that we're watching but below deck and just like that's keeping us going Salt Lake's coming back and um Winter House yeah and Beverly Hills And, and Beverly Hills and Southern Charm yes We've got a few things coming. And we've got Kardashians, which I'm sure you're so excited for. (laughs) We've got to add it to the list. And I'll be giving birth at some time soon. So, you know, (laughs) that as well. We'll we'll record from the hospital. We'll do it on my phone. We'll We'll work it out. Yeah. We'll make it work. (laughs) Uh, I just wanted to say a huge thank you to everybody who's listening to the podcast, rating us. Um, following us we've had a huge influx of new followers since we interviewed captain jason from below deck uh, and all of the global coverage that below deck got so i just want to say a huge thank you to everybody for coming along and joining us Uh, our dms are always open go for it we love a chat um yeah love having you here (laughs) all right so um have a great weekend um we'll chat again next week and Yeah, that's it from us. Have a great day. Bye. See ya.
Reality Mums acknowledges the traditional owners of lands and waters that this podcast is recorded on.